You're listening to the Bring the Light podcast, episode number 17. I want to welcome you to the Bring the Light podcast, where each of us have a light within us waiting to be shared with the world. Everything we do in this life either increases or diminishes this light. As we become more aware, the light becomes our ultimate guidance towards emotional, physical, and spiritual needs. Together, let's take a journey and bring your light to the world. Hi everyone, I want to welcome you out to the podcast today. And I want to start out the podcast by asking you a question. Why are you here and how can you help contribute? We are all born to be leaders, not only to ourselves, but to other people. We might not think of ourselves as a leader, but we are leading others, whether it's in our family, in our job, in our callings that we are asked to do, in our volunteer work. There's different positions, roles that we all have, and in them, we are asked to be a leader. In order for us to bless other people's lives, we first need to gain their trust. And in order to gain their trust, then we first need to show them that we love them. By loving them will help gain their trust. So how do we gain trust from people then? Well, we need to get to know them. We need to get to know their wants, needs, hobbies, interests. In my calling in the church, I am the um, primary president. And in our ward, our congregation, I am over 80 kids, and sometimes it's really hard to show all of them how much I love them. There's a handbook that the church has given out that kind of is like a guide to teach you about how to, you know, do your calling and different things that can come up and what you should do and how you should organize it. It just kind of gives you a guide. And in there, it says that we should know each kid by name. This, I'll tell you, has been very difficult for me. I have dyslexia, and so sometimes names just slip right out for me, and I can't remember them. It's really hard for me to remember them quickly. But I am constantly trying to remember each kid's name because I realize the importance of of knowing their names. I believe that in the scriptures, this is what Jesus was talking about when he says, I know each of you by name. We are drawn to him because we know how much he loves us and we know that he knows us each individually. So when we are a leader, it is important that we get to know these people more at, at an intimate level and that we get to know their names and their who they are and their wants and needs and hobbies, interests, all of those types of things. It is important that we get to know who they are. Another way that is important to gain their trust is we need to spend time with them. That means that when we are with these people, we need to give them 100% of who we are. of our attention. We need to be with them, love them, laugh with them, share with them, and have experiences. There's a lot of distractions that are out there, such as our phones, TV, 
um, trying to keep up with our cleaning, running our kids everywhere to activity to activity. And this is where we need to find that balance in our lives. If we want to truly be a leader, then we need to be with the people that we are leading. I was listening to a podcast last week, and it was about a young women's stake president that was in Arizona. A young women's stake president is over multiple congregations, they're young women, and they went to a young women's um, camp and they were going to a cabin that had was over a lake and they realized that there's going to be a lot of opportunities that they're going to be able to bond with these girls and have really fun experiences so before she left she said a prayer that she would be able to have experiences where she could grow closer to these girls and when she got there, she they went out to go get into the lake. And the girls, they all kind of went out and got in the lake and had was, was having a fun time. And the leaders that were there, because there was multiple leaders, they were there watching the girls. They kind of congregated on the side of the lake and didn't go in, but they were just in there watching the girls. But having a fun time talking and laughing and enjoying themselves with just the leaders and as this the young women's president walks over to the other leaders she hears a voice that comes into her head that says if you want to grow closer to these girls then you need to be with these girls and she realized that going over and being with the leaders was not being with the girls and she wouldn't be able to have those experiences. So she turned turned around and went and got into the lake with the girls. And these girls were so excited and mentioned to her how happy they were that she, that she actually came and got in the water with them. And while she was there, she was able to play with them and have a lot of fun and gain a lot of different experiences. Later on, they were doing some other things and the kids were all together and the leaders congregated and were with their kind of like their little group. And this young women pre- young women's president walked over to be with the leaders and she heard that voice come upon her again that said, if you want to grow closer to these girls, then you need to be with these girls. We are living a crazy life where we feel like we are being pulled from every side and it is so much harder to be with those that, that we love, those that we are leading, those, that, those things that are important to us. In my calling at church, it makes it difficult to be there for each of these 80 kids and I've thought a lot about, since I heard this podcast this week, I've, heard, I've thought a lot about how it is that I can be better there for them. When we have a calling within the church, it's not a status quo. It's not something that we try to work towards. But what it is, is it's a calling to lead people to Christ. And if we are not doing things in our calling to be able to help lead others to Christ, then we are not fulfilling what our calling is. But in order for us to help lead others to Christ, 
we first need to gain their trust. They're not going to follow us if they don't trust us, but they first have to love us. And in order for them to love us, we have to be with them. After I listened to this podcast, I went and I talked to my husband about it. And the day before, they had just had an activity with the youth. He is, with his calling, he's over the 11 and 10-year-old boys. But they had a group activity where all of the kids from the 11 to the 18-year-olds that were all together, and they were having, it was like a friendship dating, speed dating type thing. And the kids were having a fun time. They were all around the tables, enjoying themselves, laughing and stuff. But again, the leaders were over in their own little section. And as a leader, it takes a lot of a lot of time and commitment because not only do you have your Sunday calling, but you have your weekly calling that once a week you get together with these kids and you do an activity. So it takes a lot of time for away from your family and from your work and things like that. So as the um, men leaders were sitting there, they decided, you know what, let's do two things at once while the kids are here having um, an enjoyable time with their activity. Let's go into the other room and we can have our meeting. And so they left the kids there and they went into another room and had their meeting. And they probably felt like, okay, this was a great opportunity to be able to get two things done at once. But after I was explaining this to my husband, he said, you know what? We probably should have stayed there with those kids. When you are called to be a leader, you have to spend time with those kids. You have to have times when you can have those experiences where you can laugh together, cry together, and enjoy each other's company. If not, you are missing being able to create those bonding experiences. It is going to be really hard for you to lead people to Christ if you do not love them. It's going to be really hard for you to lead for you to lead people to Christ if they don't trust you. But in order for them to love you and to trust you, then you need to be there with them so they can experience that. Those leaders should have stayed there with those kids. And that's what my husband was realizing is that when he's there, he needs to give them 100% of his attention so they grow to love them. I really feel that Heavenly Father is helping us every day to become a better leader. He provides us with opportunities and inspiration. He puts others in our path to help us and to give us knowledge and to mentor us. Sometimes it's hard to accept that we were never meant to walk alone. A true leader, they inspire those that are around them, and they encourage others to work together. They tried every day to get to that same goal. A true leader will not walk alone, but will gather the good and the strength from those around them. We hear the term, it takes a village to raise our kids. And this is the same principle. If we want to be a leader to your kids, to other people's kids, be a coach, then we need to remember to draw upon everyone's strengths. When I was younger, there was a family that lived down the street. 
and they became very close with us. We enjoyed each other and we really felt safe with them and we began to really trust them a lot. My sister was babysitting at a house, probably five houses down, but it was across from this family that we really became close with. While she was babysitting these kids, their dog went over to the garage door and just started barking really loud and would not quit barking. It really frightened me and my sister, and we didn't know what to do. We got very scared. Our first thought was to call this neighbor that was right across the street. Why would our first thought be to call this neighbor and not our parents? Because we grew really close to this family, and we trusted them. Because they showed love to us, we began to trust them. And... Then, because since we trusted them, we knew that they would keep us safe. After talking about it, though, we realized we probably need to call our parents. But our parents were five houses down and not right across the street. But we ended up calling our parents, and my mom came down to help us out until the parents got home. We had no idea why that dog was barking, but for some reason it was, and it really scared us. But the funny thing is, is that our first thought wasn't to call our parents because our parents were five houses down. We were very close with this other family. Since they were right across the street, we trusted them and we knew that they would make us safe. We as leaders need to provide that environment where we can trust us, that we can lead them to the Savior. And only way that we can do this is to first love them. And how do we love them? We need to be with them. We need to create those experiences together so that they feel the love from us. You are a very powerful person. The Lord has blessed you with many strengths to help his children come back to him. If we but listen to the promptings that are given to us, you may be able to lead many people unto Christ. It's going to take some sacrifice on your part, but you have been blessed with different strengths and different experiences to help connect with others, to give them the strength that they need. And by you being this example to them, you can lead them. You can help them to be able to create a better life. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week on the podcast. Thanks for listening to the Bring the Light podcast. Please like and share this podcast with those who want to make this world a beacon of light. Our search for light increases when we recognize when it shines in our lives. Remember, you hold the power within. It is your time to shine and make this world a brighter place.